Hey everyone, welcome to Keep Cool with Portal Cool. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the show. Today we're pleased to welcome John Mays, the Director of Product Management and Development from Portal Cool on the show. John, thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, we're talking insights-driven innovation and products today here on the show. So, John, let's just start off with an obvious question. What does it mean to take an insights-driven approach to innovation and products? So what that really means is listening. Um, that means 365 days a year, 24-7 as a company, listening to what the market is saying. So listening to customers, listening to our end users, consumers, um, our suppliers, our vendors, really just having open ears uh, to have a pulse mm-hmm. um, on what the market needs, wants, and pain points are. And so if you use those learnings and both qualitative and quantitative types of data to steer your efforts in product or in technical or commercial aspects of the business, it really helps you to be successful because you're putting the needs of uh, your customer and the end user first. Mm. And that has proven to be a successful path by a lot of different companies in a lot of different industries through the years. So in a practical sense, how do you listen to what customers are telling you? You know, it, I suppose like someone could hear that and say, all right, I'm going to read every response we get on Twitter and immediately follow that particular advice, right? Which is just going to take you on a lot of different, uh, a lot of different paths, a lot of different trails you probably don't need to go down, right? So how do, you, how do you take all the different areas where you can get information and make sure you're listening to the right things? Yeah, so I, honestly, it's, it's, you want to hear information and get data from a variety of places. Mm-hmm. And like I say, through qualitative and quantitative methods. So that can be as simple as a one-off conversation with a customer to a formal survey that asks, you know, focused questions where we're trying to maybe learn specific things. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is find correlations or themes yeah. that resonate. You know, I heard one thing from customer X and I heard this from an end user out in Arizona and you start to, you know, find a pattern or a theme hmm. that an insight can be pulled out of and saying, ha, there's an, there's an either an unmet need or an underserved met that maybe we can, you know, make that better for that end user customer. So it's really, it's a continual process and it, it really never stops. And so it allows us to, as you say, kind of have the pulse on on the market that way. Hmm. So give us an idea of your experience in this area because this is something that you've seen across a number of companies uh, throughout pretty much your entire career is employing this idea of insights driven innovation and products. So tell us a little bit more about your history with this particular method. Yeah, so you know, I guess a long story short, I spent my first seven years of my career at Procter & Gamble. Mm -hmm. Procter & Gamble really kind of set the foundation for lots of industries on what it means to be consumer focused and insights driven. And so when I started my career, I was in engineering and manufacturing. So I learned even from the technical side what it means to be um, insights driven. Later, I, I kind of switched over to the brand management side at Procter & Gamble and then have since spent the last 10, 11 years in brand and in product leadership kinds of roles. Mm-hmm. But what's common is by being insights driven, whether you're in consumer goods or oil and gas or aviation, the approach you take to listening to what your customers and the users are saying works in all of these industries. And so 
I've been fortunate enough to leverage this type of approach, as you say, in a, in a number of different industries, you know, large, big corporations, smaller, even mom and pop type businesses. Yeah. And so that diversity of applying these best practices and product um, has really allowed me to help Portical here today um, to, to really be insights driven and to continue to be the leader in the category hmm. by really keeping an ear on what the market's doing. So maybe what are some examples that you could potentially share about how Portical has been insights driven um, in, in your time there? Can you share either you know certain product developments? Maybe that's uh, part of the secret sauce you don't want to give away. But <laughs> um, but are there examples you could share just of of how this has made a difference within the company? Sure, sure, yeah. So one example is um, in the last year we made a significant change in our technical side of the business where. Mm -hmm. Previously, we had kind of one engineering function. And through listening to, again, kind of the voice of our customers, uh, the voice of the market, we recognized that we really needed a team focused on driving product improvements to existing products. And so we made the decision to split engineering into an R&D team and a production engineering team. Our production engineering team is solely focused on driving improvements on a daily basis based on what we hear out in the marketplace. So a prime example would be, you know, in the last maybe six months, we've addressed, you know, a few, I guess you'd say, kind of pain points that the market was saying uh, they were frustrated with in some of our models. Hmm. Um, not that they didn't work right, not that they didn't function, but we looked at that and said, how can we do that better? Right. And so, you know, our production engineering team has really listened to that, made it a priority, so, you know, we've made some process improvements, we've made some component improvements, and we've made some assembly methodology improvements. But in the end, that delivers a better product to, to the customer, to the end user. And that's the kind of thing we're, you know, we're focused on ongoing. And then on, on the other hand, you have our R&D team, which to your point is looking two steps ahead, mm -hmm. saying, what am I hearing today that maybe is an underserved need, or maybe it's not, it's, a need that's not solved at all, Right. how do we go solve that tomorrow? So by doing this, it really allows us to answer the near-term needs of the market, but then also be answering the needs of tomorrow. And so this approach, I think, really is going to move Portacool, you know, ahead, leaps and bounds faster than they would have, mm -hmm. and really allows us to continue to be the leader in a portable evaporative cooling. One of the things I find really interesting about Protocol and really appreciate is that the company has a really, really strong why for why you do what you do, why you exist, um, why the company is, is creating the products that you are. Why is that so important? Why is the why so important um, when it comes to having success as a company and driving forward? Yeah, so the why really goes back to part of our, part of our culture and also being insights driven. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a company, we don't take action without a purpose, right? What is the motivation? Whether it's in marketing, whether it's in engineering, R&D, manufacturing, at the end of the day, we need to know what problem we're trying to solve. So that is our why. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we as a company have even, you know, spent the time to, there, there's books about, you know, lead with why. And the reason is it, it allows you to stay focused, be very clear about what you're trying to deliver, um, you know, in, in any company on a daily basis, there can be a lot of fire drills and, you know, things you have to take care of. Mm -hmm. But 
By having a very clear why and objective, it allows the organization cross-functionally to stay focused so that as we you know, put resources and efforts towards whatever that you know, project or task may be, it ensures we deliver with success what we set out to do from the beginning. So it's really important to us and it's part of our DNA. And does that why help keep you maybe centered and like you mentioned, focused, I suppose, so that uh, you don't veer off course or don't stray too far away from, from what your central goal and, and theme as a company is? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, there's, there's lots of business cases and examples where, you know, the why isn't clear. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is when the why isn't clear, you may lead down a path, let's say, of a project. And by the time you get to the end, the final result is not what you intended in the beginning. Sure. Right. And that can happen for a variety of reasons, whether it wasn't documented clearly or, you know, put on paper to where the whole organization understood. But the first step is understanding why are we doing this, right? So if you're going to, you know, let's say bring on a new, new vendor, why are we going to bring on a new vendor? What, does, what value does that strategically add for the company, for our customers, for our end users? So at the end of the day, our why has to create value for our customer or for our end user, mm -hmm. you know, or ultimately Portacool. If it's not addressing one of those three things, we have to ask the question, why are we doing that? So it really is part of uh, what we lead on a daily basis with. So if someone were looking at um, maybe trying to grow in terms of how insights driven they are right now, maybe what, what, how would you encourage them to take a first step? What's, what's a practical first step people can take to begin listening a little bit more to the market and, and letting that kind of drive their direction? Yeah, you know, it, it really starts with the culture mm -hmm. and with leadership, to be honest. Um, what I found in my travels with different companies and in different industries is if you don't have you know, the highest level of leadership bought into this concept of being insights driven, it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Because we have to lead by example. And so what I encourage, you know, organizations to do is to, you know, first get, you know, your sales, your marketing, even your R&D folks out and engaging with customers and users. What you'll learn just by spending time with these folks is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my first three, four weeks with Portacle when I joined was out in the field. Really? And it was meeting with a variety of customers, you know, from industrial customers, automotive, homeowners. I mean, you name it, really a good yeah. diversity. And, you know, I nearly filled up a notebook in you know that 30 days but of, of insights and ahas of wow you know sure. and it's things that companies you know you get blinders on sometimes to maybe you've always done things a certain way so sometimes just getting out of the out of the office environment or out of the production area and getting out into the field what you can learn is just incredible so step one i would encourage to any company is get out get out to the market get out to your customers get out to end users and just listen to what they have to say. And it will tell you what your product is doing right and it will tell you what your product could be doing better. Sure, yeah, the, the market can be brutally honest that way, right? Absolutely. And, uh, and, and you know what, lots to learn from that. Uh, John, as we begin to wrap up our conversation today, any final thoughts uh, as we talk about insights-driven innovation and products um, and just being more insights-driven? Any final thoughts, anything we haven't mentioned yet or any closing thoughts you'd like to leave our, our viewers with? 
Well, I would say that, you know, a couple of things. Um, Insights, you know, Portacool as a company, we also have a division of our company, which is Cool Media. Mm -hmm. And so we leverage uh, Cool Media in our portable evaporative coolers. But even on the Cool Media side of our business is really focused on being Insights driven as well. So it's not just Portacool the brand. What this allows us to do is by these two divisions in the company, which is all around evaporative cooling, we're really getting a big voice of what's happening out there in the marketplace so that we can look ahead to trends, future technology needs. And so, you know, I would encourage other companies that, you know, maybe have similar aspirations, um, really getting these kinds of things in place really makes a difference. If you look at what, you know, Portacool has done since the early 90s, you know, when we virtually, you know, we, we created this category is we've stood by being USA made. Mm -hmm. And we're the only company in portable evaporative cooling that makes our own media. So that allows us to learn things that we might not otherwise get to do. It's by the simple fact that we spend, we have so many folks out in the field and you know, salespeople um, serving these different markets. And so as we look forward as a company, you know, whether it's developing new products, making enhancements to our existing products, we really feel that's going to allow us to be on the forefront, say maybe versus competition, because in being insights driven is literally part of our, our DNA as we sit here today. And we're getting better and better at it. I mean, literally, uh, we have a weekly meeting uh, where we have all cross-functional leaders sit in and we literally talk about, you know, what is steering the market? What have we learned in the last week? So it, we really mean, you know, we, we want to understand the pulse of what's happening in the market. We, we really make it happen, and that's what we believe in. That's fantastic stuff, and I, I think you guys are doing amazing things at Portacool, and so it's wonderful to get to hear about it and, and to learn a little bit more about what it means to be insights-driven and how you're accomplishing that. So John Mays, Director of Product Management and Development at Portacool. John, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Keep Cool with Porta Cool. For my guest today, John Mays, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Stay tuned for more episodes, but until next time, we'll talk to you again soon.